You are now listening to Shoot the Shit with your hosts, Shawnee Caulfield and Sal Licata. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 27 of Shawnee and Sal's Shoot the Shit. Uh, I am Shawnee Caulfield, your favorite major mark's favorite major mark, and I am with the biggest mark, Sal, <laughs> Sal, Sal Licata of WFAN and SNY. Uh, what's going on, Sal? How you doing, brother? Hi, Shawnee. You know what I noticed? That you, you know how when you do the Zoom link, it goes, you're now recording. You don't even give it a beat. You are just, as soon as that thing hits record, you're just, boom. <laughs> Welcome to episode 27. I'm surprised it doesn't get clipped off. That's how close you cut it well, every week. It, it just starts recording right away, I noticed. So I try to do it as quickly as possible uh-huh. so that Bo doesn't have to edit any space, uh-huh. you know? Okay. Yeah, well- yeah, I don't think it's much <laughs> you do it instantly. Anyway, it's good. That to was a great, actually, intro. That was one of my better ones. Yeah, that was a clean one. That, that was, was a, a clean one. intro. Yeah. Yeah. So, it took you. It took you twenty-seven weeks. You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you don't know this, but me and Sal during the week, all we do is send each other funny messages. Call like. Figuring out funny ways to say you're a fucking mark. <laughs> <laughs> you, had, is... <laughs> you had a great one this week. I forget exactly what it was, but I was legit laughing out loud. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you sent it to me. You sent it yeah. to me. We'll play it. We'll play it before the show's over. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'll have Bo edit it in. How about that? Bro, the term mark comes from... Uh, wrestling used to be in carnivals, right? Like in the 30s and 20s. So they would call people who walked in and they knew they could get their money marks. So that that was their mark, right? So they they would watch and see who would be easiest to fool. And that's who they would go after to, you know, play games and all that stuff. And that person would be... <laughs> you fucking mark. So uh, previously on, um, there's been, a, you know, obviously we had the last two weeks where we interviewed people. Uh, so we didn't really have uh, shows the last two weeks because we've been talking, you know, uh, I feel like we did such a great job. And thank you to everybody who messaged us saying, like, you guys really kept it, like you kept us in the know and thank you for getting those people on because you really went into the story. You were, you know, what do you feel about that, Sal? Yeah. I mean, I don't, we're not doing it for other people's approval, but I mean, I, I thought it was cool to get the reaction and, and feedback that it did. I wanted answers on some of these things. We got answers. Talking to Kinnick was fun. Like I love talking to him. I could talk to him for a whole hour. We got to Me do too. That. Easily. But with, with Sean, I thought, you know, people could have their own opinion on what he said. I gave my opinion. You gave yours at the end of it. But I thought it was at least informative and getting his perspective. So I thought it was uh, good. I mean, I agree. Was- I agree. I think it was great. And like you said, we don't do this for anybody's approval or anything like that. Uh, I just we know what the we are the market. We know what they want. You, you know, right. we know what people want. So we're lucky. And uh, 
we're lucky to have good friends. So, uh, okay. So WrestleMania two. This is a a, pre, uh, a follow up from what, like three weeks ago. So WrestleMania two thousand was in L.A. and that's why right. that's why they have that. Uh, you know the show, 16, right? WrestleMania yes. sixteen. Yes. Right. So, uh, this is live, live 16. 16. Yeah. Is- so it correlates. Yeah. Which is actually very cool. It, it's weird that that happened. Uh, uh, and then, okay. Midian. So Midian, what do you mean? It's weird that they happened. That, that it's happened. weird that that happened. Like WrestleMania 16 was in LA. Right. And this WrestleMania aligns with live 16. Right. In LA, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, but don't didn't they do it on purpose? The boys, how did they do it on purpose? How can they 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 would have had to schedule every live show differently if they did that on purpose? Well, the fact that they have it in LA, I think, is purposely done. No, yeah, yes, but I'm just no, it's purposely done because WrestleMania is there. But like, I, they could have had one more show that would have been it would have been live it seventeen. Have been 16, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Midian was a, a Godwin brother, so the Godwins like. We don't know who they were. I didn't know who they were. And uh, Midian was um, like, he. I guess he looked like The Undertaker. But Midian was what was during the Attitude Era when I watched. And somebody hit me up and like, yo, Sean, you know who Midian is? And I'm like, yeah, of course I know who Midian is. He's like, he was one of the Godwins. So I'm like, get the hell out of here because the Godwins are like farmers and Midian was like, uh, like kind of like Undertaker, like he was like, uh, like very like dark character, you know. So it was so weird knowing that, and I was like, "Wow, thank you for telling me." It kind of just hit me. Uh, I, uh, I've never heard of Midian before. Never. No, never <laughs> so you did so. good. You did good with the history, though. When yeah, we had last Sean on. yeah. Midian, I've never heard of. That's not my wheelhouse. Uh, Sal's rant on the radio when you called the guy when he yeah, when the guy blamed you single handedly for the Mets collapse because you said because you said that the, that it was over and he said if you didn't say that the Mets would have won. <laughs> well, now why are you bringing that up on here? You just love that. I love it. You were like, you idiot. You were like, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, that's it. This is my last day. I'm going to quit. <laughs> that video got like 300,000 views, if you can believe that. Bro, that, of course. Yo, that is. People for, love that stuff, man. I don't get it. Bro, they love it because it's real. Like, that is real. Like, you're, like you said, like you explained yourself, which I was a little upset about that you said you kind of were embarrassed by it. But I, I get that part of it. Like, you don't want to see yourself yelling at somebody on the. You well, know, we, we've all. Well, that's the thing. We've all lost it, right? At some everybody. Point. So, yeah. With me, with me, that's the part that people, you, the fan, they remember. Yeah, and people then you know love that stuff. So it's a spot where I lost it, and it's getting blown up to a point where there's that many views. I, look, it's fine. I'm not sorry for it but i'm not proud of it either so it wasn't I get like it. I was ashamed of it or anything it was i was mildly embarrassed by like oh that's what's gonna blow up but whatever People yeah i get, I, I do it even though you were upset you still are able to hold like yes you said like you know he's an idiot or whatever but he is an idiot anybody right. anybody that believes <laughs> that just because sal Licata, 
in Min a little sprinkle in Manhattan of a person says something that th that made the Mets lose. Like if you truly hey, believe on. that, yeah. Yeah, you're you an are idiot. an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> but when you said I'll I'll walk out of here right now, <laughs> I lost it. That was because I do that. I'll be like I'll walk out of here right now. <laughs> in that in that moment, I was prepared to quit. I in know that, that's the best part. Seconds. Uh, Sean, we have an update. Sean, uh, Ning. Um, signed the conquistadors to a contract. Right. Uh, we're happy to announce, which is huge. I personally have helped him try to find and locate Haystacks, um, a family, and we cannot find anybody yet. It's very difficult. I even called the county what that he was born in, and I called the uh, you know, the the. Um, the office that that handles this stuff and they don't have any records of uh you know his real name right and uh we're just gonna keep looking until we find it and uh you it's just not gonna be made until we find the family so it might be a year it might be a month we don't know but uh any way i can help sean find the family i'm gonna try so uh that's that uh, selling. Oh, I'm selling bendies in the group, right? Because I have so many extras. Like I, I counted. I have like 70 bendies, and there's been like 45 released, right? So yeah. I have like 20 something extra. So I put the you bendies. Bought doubles. I bought doubles and sometimes triples. Like sometimes because Danhausen, like the 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 like especially like the the ones that are like limited. I buy doubles and triples of it to sell later, but I never sold them. Oh, okay. So I was just like, okay, I'll just put it in my Bendy's rack, you know? So I just, I put it in the Bendy's rack and I'm going through it. And I'm like, why do I have so many Bendy's? I never, I had Bendy's in boxes that weren't even open. Hmm. So everybody today, I put up like seven Bendy's for sale. They, they start leaving emojis and stuff like, see you later, bud. We're going to miss you. And I'm like, why can't I sell something without people thinking that you're in trouble or right? Like, like you must, you must really need the money. Even Brian, right? Like even Brian, I saw him wrote on your comment, like on your post that you were selling something, and he's right. like, everything okay? Like, bro, I sell stuff every week on on whatnot. Should I message you? <laughs> Should I message you? Are you okay? <laughs> right, that is true. Like I didn't, I didn't think of it like that. I Every, it, it like kind of annoys me, honestly, in a way. It annoys me. That's how I feel about it. Wait, wait until the big sale comes. I'm getting rid of everything. I think it's all going. <laughs> yeah. I'm tapping out. I'm tired of it. I'm time to liquidate. Yep. So I have we've been feeling the same way. We've been talking about it for months. And I've been going through everything so I can have like a huge couple whatnots. And just get rid of all the all the 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 fat in my uh, right. in my collection because it's too much. It's too much. I don't need uh, uh, a live a live Morgan figure. You know, I don't need that stuff. I, you I bought just... a live Morgan figure? You fucking mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I was in, and I'll tell you why. I was in Target. Oh, it, yeah, yeah. It, it was when they first came out. Nobody could find them. So I bought it. And again, I tell myself I'm going to sell it. And I never end up selling it. because Dude, I, all, all kidding aside, selling is... It's terrible. It's, it's, it's terrible. Such, it's such a pain in the ass. And I to, was, move, 
to move stuff, you really got to price it like at a fraction of what you paid for it. 100%. 100%. Packing, shipping, taking the pictures, finding out what it's worth, all that stuff. It's just, it's such a hassle. Unless your name is Cardona or Myers or Sterling, and then you just throw it on whatnot and just get four right. times the, the and it's not their fault, you know. Right. It's it's their names. They built up their names. Uh okay. Uh so steel post guys. Oh, anything else? Anything else, Sal? I don't think so, not from that, no. Okay. Steel posts. Uh the first one I have is Matt Cardona. This was a couple of weeks ago, but we haven't had a show. Going to be completely transparent. El Segundo Brewery is now telling us they are too small and they, it doesn't have seating for our fans to sit in it. We will likely have to move locations. Does anybody have connections in LA? They end up finding a new spot. Uh, I looked at it. It's so cool. It's apparently like a fictional bar from the musical. Um, what's that musical with the presidents again? Jackson, have... Jackson or Hamilton? Oh, Hamilton. Ham- Hamilton, yeah. So Hamilton has Jackson. like a, a budge. <laughs> yeah, Hamilton was great. Hamilton, yeah. Hamilton has a fictional bar apparently in it, and they made it a real bar. So oh. that's where they're gonna have the the show, and it just sucks. Like, how do you guarantee somebody to have like? Matt said it. He he told them how many people he was having and everything, and they totally didn't disregarded that. Like, how do you disregard that as a venue? Yeah, I mean, you would think that they do the responsible thing, but as long as it gets it cleared up, maybe it'd be better off, you know? Yeah, for sure. And it looks like they have more space now, which is good. Uh, it's always important for them, especially Mark, who sets up all the equipment, that the place is wired for, for like having people on stage and things like that. That's like super important. And you don't realize that until you go to one of the shows, like how much goes into that stuff. It's kind of crazy. So that's why I say Tim Sterling is the goat. <laughs> Cause Tim Sterling is like, he doesn't even talk. He just literally is working all day. Um, Next. So there I found, I look in my emails. I found another Zack Ryder garden gnome for sale on eBay. Okay. Did you see that I posted it when I did? I did. did. I did, yeah. And uh, Major Mark named Vinny, who's awesome, he ended up buying it. And which is weird because I spoke to him and it was like, there's not many. I I think there's like eight out there. There's not many. Uh, Did he get a good price? He got it. It was like 300 bucks. But the weird thing is, I happen to look at my email and I have it save searches WWE Garden Gnome. So anytime a WWE Garden Gnome comes up, because I was looking for the Swago one. Yeah. So um I can see it in your eyes, like you're such a freaking mar. <laughs> oh. So I I was looking up the the Swago one and stuff. So it was $2.99. He bought it. Uh he's now part of the gnome club. And uh, the weird thing is, the, the, the day before, he received the eBay gift for his birthday, I believe, for 200 bucks. So he only paid 100 bucks for it. So oh, like, not bad. It, I love it, that. It's like, it's like fig fate, you know? Like, that stuff to me is like, it's meant to be. 
Like, I love the, the gift card to eBay is great. Man. It's awesome. Guilt-free purchasing. I love yeah, it. Guilt-free purchasing. The next, uh, it's a, it's a draw up that Mark Cochran did of me. Um, he had done a Vader one as well. Did you see that as a toy? Yeah, I think I did see that. So it's the blue picture, Sal. You see the blue picture? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that is of me with the Santa suit on and and, and obviously it my head. Great. It, it looks, looks great. awesome. It even has the Jordans on it. Like if you uh, zoom if you zoom yeah. in, it has the Jordans that I'm wearing. So I thought that was super cool. Uh Mark is still in the process of making mine and I'm excited once I finally receive those, I'll be so so happy and I'm just grateful that he made that of me. And um that's sick. Speaking of, while we're on the topic, Joe Joe Dumas, my good friend T.K. Kelly, had a bendy made of me. Can you believe it? No. How are you getting all these figs made of you? I People love me. I'm so grateful. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. It it's is true. so, I'm so grateful for it. I, I really am. Like, it just, like, uh, T.K. Kelly is one of my really good friends and just a great guy. He FaceTimes me, and I'm like, why is TK FaceTiming me? So I FaceTime with him earlier in the day, and he's like, Shawnee, look what I got. And he holds up the bendy of me, and I'm like, this is incredible. And yeah. Joe Dumas end up doing it, and it looks just like me. So Matt and all the bendy boys, I'm ready, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to sign. <laughs> uh, the next one is... Rush Collectibles is has to be the most shit company out there. I'm just going to say it just like that. Hmm. They have put out 70 plus artworks and they haven't come out with a figure yet. Yet they're in my eyes, I feel like they're there are a reason why all like it could be the reason why everything happened with uh uh, like Sean and all that stuff. I believe that it, you know, that somebody from Rush had something to do with it. Rush is the Rush is the same thing as um, what did it used to be called? Chella? No. Yeah, Chella. Oh, it's not. No, it's not. I oh. think Rush is different. Yeah. Okay. So, um, they're putting out a French angel figure, right? That's who and that guy is. That's who that guy is, right? He looks like uh, he's scary looking, and yeah. The only reason I know him because I like I saw on a on a Andre documentary one time about him because he had the giganticism right that 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 yeah, he looked like it yeah yeah that he had and you could tell but how deep do you gotta be to make a fucking French angel figure and think it's gonna sell? Yeah, I don't I don't understand the business model here. I mean, they keep putting out stuff. Of to me, it's somebody I've never heard of before. Uh, I don't get it. It's like who cares? Like, put out a figure, and then we'll then then you could release more of these. Yeah, I don't even pay attention to it. I, I've I've heard of Rush Collectibles, obviously, but I couldn't name yeah. it. So they literally have no figures out. No figures out, not one, Sal. But yet and they have over seventy the, artworks. Yeah, it's ridiculous. it's ridiculous. It's it's absolutely crazy. And to me, that is like. Like, I will never support that company, ever. I don't care who it is. I don't care if Mitch is their best friend. I don't care. I will never support that company because it's 
70 artworks with nothing to show for it is an absolute disgrace. And anybody that sticks up for that, you could go shove it to. Because right. it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, the, the next thing is Matt Cardona was sitting at a table uh, and all of a sudden somebody comes up to him with a card. And Matt is like, I never, it's a GCW card. Matt's like, I never seen that freaking card. Like, where did that card come from? All of a sudden, the kid goes, oh, there was only like 30 made or something like that. And Matt's like, I didn't give Brett Lauderdale approval or whatever. So the kid goes, sign it. And Matt's like, I'll sign it if you give me one or something like that, Matt said. Like, I'll make a deal with you to get one. Because I'm not signing yours if I don't even have one, right? So I completely understand Matt on this. I, I Sometimes I disagree with Matt. But I completely agree with his stance here. How how can they put something out without you knowing? And, and Matt's answer was, it's GCW, bro. Like, that's the answer. Because they're so corny that they don't even ask their own talent, like, if it's okay. So they just sell stuff. And then they'll give, you know, like, they'll give maybe one Matt one later or something like that. But like I just felt like that was such a corny move. What did I he mean, do? Did he, end up, did he end up getting one? He ended up getting one from that kid. Oh, okay. uh, his friend was nice enough to give his up, so Matt signed the kid's card, and his the kid's friend gave his card to Matt in return. So I thought that was cool. But it's a nice looking card, actually. It's like red and like the skulls on it. It's nice, but just don't make it without the talent knowing. It's terrible. All right, the next one is our good, good friend, Zombie. <laughs> this Where we, this uh, figure, death. the Deathmatch King figure, is absolutely incredible. And Sick. it's, it's going to be part of a two-pack. See, that's what I hate, because I'm not buying a Nick Gage. Is it Nick Gage? Nick Gage, yeah. Yeah, I'm not buying a Gage figure. So. so I think you have to if you want well, this no. figure. Or, or, or you don't have to <laughs> Or you don't have to buy it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to if it's this figure, you know? Um, I'll wait till maybe somebody splits them up in the group. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true, yeah. but Although, most people probably want to keep it together. I will say that figure looks sick, though. For sure. And and, and he says, like, it's been in development for nearly two years. And he, you know, he thinks it's going to be an instant sellout, which I'm sure is going to happen. If you look at the back, though, it comes with... It's like the blood. It looks like it. Like it. Everything about this figure is ten out of ten to me. I I think the face is spot on. The light tube with the blood on it. I, I it's just a great figure. I'm definitely in on this one. Uh, we you know we had some words with Zombie. Uh, and I just want to speak about it. Um, so he had made a video. I guess going after Mitch and some other companies, but I took it as a shot at Mitch. And he basically was saying like, Uncle Tony, Uncle Tony. And then um, Ahmad Johnson was there. And Ahmad, Ahmed Johnson's like looking at him like, what, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> like, why is he yelling Uncle Tony? And uh, then he says, you know, I'm an, I'm an actual real toy company that actually has real products or whatever he said. Well, he has figures out, which is yeah, accurate. Has figures out and that 
that, you know, blah, 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 all that good stuff. You commented on it saying like, bro, is this what you got? Like, is that, you know, it, well, it, well, let me just say that my issue, because there was some, I, I feel like misunderstanding in the group. Number one, I'm allowed to feel about something the way that I want to feel about it, regardless of circumstance. 100%. I have, I've said it to you. I've said it when we've had guests on. I've said it to Mitch that nobody can touch Zombie's product. And yeah. I stand by that. I've told now Zombie that to his face as we DM'd a little bit after this. However, I saw that video and I thought it was weak. I just thought it was cheesy. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with the response. Sunil chimed in saying like, oh, you're just friends with Mitch. That has nothing to do with it. I don't yeah. care. I said it. If you go back and watch, when Mitch pulled out the pink gloves, it was executed perfectly. It was it hilarious. Was but I amazing. said it. I said it at the time. You're that's going to cause some trouble. Like yeah. zombies going to respond. So I have no issue with the response. I had an issue with the execution. I yes. thought yes. for a guy who is by far the king of the retro style figures. I just didn't think that that was good. I thought it was stupid. Yeah, but and I. I, I agree. I think people took it the wrong way. Like we were going against zombie, right? Cause you had, you had wrote, and then I wrote something a little different, right? You know, but I think like, to me, if you're the top dog, you don't gotta attack the little pups. Like the, to me, the little pups try to get you down. Right. So like to me, when Mitch, I'm not saying that he can't go after them. I'm not saying that. Like you said, I just wish it was something better. I literally cringed at that video. I did not find it funny at all. Right. And uh, I it, Mitch did it with pure laughter. Like it was pure laughter. It was the perfect joke. So if zombie would have came back with something clever like that, I would have loved it. I would have loved Agreed. it. But it Agreed. felt like when you attack somebody, like, well, I'm the only real company. Like, that, to me, is is not a good comeback. Yeah, so, and look, maybe it's fun for people to see the back and forth, you know, the beef uh, that, that maybe these two have or the trash talking. It could be entertaining, but it's not, for at least from my reaction, it has nothing to do with having Mitch on and being somewhat friendly with him. Because yeah. I tell him to his face if his product. Matter of fact, I did not buy a Mitch figure yet. I'm not saying it will never, but I didn't pre-order that Godfather figure or, or what, whatever his name is. Um, the Pimp Daddy. Yeah, yeah, Smoke. Whatever. I didn't buy that figure, but I bought Zombie product. So I'm not... It, to me, it was just. Eh, I love how I love how Zombie writes that. Like in 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 reaction to you, he's like, "Yeah, I saw that you ordered, you know, series one. Like, like, yeah. If you watch the show and listen, we've been backing your figure since day one." Well, I told him privately that I've uh, applauded him publicly many times about the figures. There's many nothing times, and it had absolutely nothing to do with him not coming on the podcast. Nothing. Uh, of course, for us, it would have been interesting to have him on, just like we had Mitch or Sean or yep. Nick. Whatever. So it would have been cool for us to have Zombie on so we could ask some questions. I get why he wouldn't want to come on with us. If you're going on with Sam Roberts, then that's obviously a much bigger audience. But don't think that we're offended by that at all. Because Not even – it wasn't even a thought in my mind. That's right, why – right. like, I laughed. And like I said, I have nothing against Zombie. I, I laughed. 
when I saw that. I laughed when I saw that comeback. Like, you think that you coming on the show has any effect on our show? It has nothing. Would we have loved you on the show? Yeah, I would love to talk to you at, like a real person instead of like DMing you and, and, and right. messaging you online. And, you know, I, I would love to have that interaction with you. But well, unfortunately, it's not meant to happen. And we wish you the best of luck. Yeah. And by the way, just to clarify, like, there's no, I don't have any beef with him whatsoever. He, no, he there's no beef. We we DM'd or whatever. I support his figure line. All, all I said was that I, I just, I was not a fan of the video. That's it. Yeah. Not, not his that's personal, it. Not his figures. Not even the idea of responding at Mitch. I welcome the back and forth. I just didn't like that. You didn't like the way it was done. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Then I thought it was stupid, but that's all yeah. right. That's uh, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because you know it came up anyway. So let's talk about it. Um, okay, so a friend of mine. So this is from Matthew Bach posted. A Facebook friend of mine posted this on his Instagram today. He just acquired this resin prototype used for making the Jack's toy title belt. Along with this one, he picked up several more, including the unreleased WWF hardcore belt. Very cool to see. And in the picture, it shows the smoking skull belt and like the mold that they use to make the toy version of it. How cool is that? Yeah, I mean, if you're a belt... Um, yeah, if you're belt a belt guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like For Matt, me, like yeah. design that. Yeah, right, that is awesome. That's awesome. So that's just like so cool. Um, next is... Uh, so my boy RVD, Rich Von Doom, the real RVD, <laughs> he posts, thanks you uh, to a seller for making this dream come true. I presented the grail of Mattel WWE figure collecting, the one of five USA Ultimate Warrior. This figure is so badass. What are we looking at price point? Does Broski have one of these or no? I don't know. I don't know. I gotta ask him. I got. Do you know? Do you know what he paid? I don't know what he paid, but from what I saw, it was in the thousands easily. Like, like, like it must have been from. I'm guessing anywhere from like five to fifteen thousand in that area. Right. I don't I know say, what he paid because I would never ask him that. And, but, and knowing that, knowing that seller, because I've dealt with that seller before um with ljn figures years ago and he's a pain in the ass i would say that it was on the higher side of whatever you think it is got it got it so yeah i mean there's only five of them and uh so what from what i read what people were thinking it was worth if if you have one on card that they said you could possibly get up to like 40 to fifty thousand for it 40 to 50 yeah, if if it's on card, one of those five on card. Do they even make them on card though? Uh, yeah, I believe they did make it on yeah. card. Yeah, this one's loose. I don't know. I don't know how it came presented. I have to figure up on follow up. But just look at that figure. How awesome is that thing, man? Like yeah, the splatted was, paint. Yeah, I'm he, not. He wore that gear at some point. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm guessing he did. I I, I don't know about it, but it's a cool uh, figure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that's really cool. Uh, the next thing is, um, something you don't see every day. It was, uh, uh, you see this skateboard, it's a stone cold Steve Austin skateboard and yeah. your friend Andy had posted it and oh, Fandemonium? yeah, Fandemonium. And, uh, guys, if you, if you, 
Whoever's listening, join the group Fandemonium. Uh, it's really awesome. I've been a part of it for a long time. And the guy, Andy, that runs it is a, is a gem. He really Andy is. Andy Brown, he's a good dude. He's a great dude. So go join Fandemonium if you're not in it already. It's really an awesome uh, group. So, yeah, it's it's. I used to ride a skateboard when I was younger because it was huge. Like, riding skateboards were huge when we were when I was young. Mm. Uh, I forgot you're, like, 70 years old, Sal. So I didn't <laughs> say when we were young. <laughs> I did not ride skateboards, although they did have them around. I just was not a skateboard guy. Yeah, I couldn't do any tricks, but I could ride really fast. But I yeah. I, I, I used to – that... just... Go ahead. But I used to get scared like when I was doing like a kickflip or something that because I would always hit my shins and that was like the worst pain ever. Did you um because of your expertise in skateboard riding, is that what taught you how to ride a scooter? <laughs> is that how you learned to ride a scooter? You would with think, old, you would think yeah. Skateboards. Yes. Yes. Cake. Man, what I would do for that freaking footage, man. I I wish Honestly, I was thinking about it, but there wasn't any stores around. I wish I would have went to the local stores and got the video. Security camera? Uh, yes, the CCTV. I was really, I don't know if there's a way, but if somebody can find a way to get that footage, that would be like incredible. Uh, all right, let's go. I'm going to go through these quick. Uh, so we were right. The Macho Madness did not sell, uh, uh, you know, Rob, but whatever his name is. Um, Rob Feinstein, I I had offered him five hundred bucks for these uh, Macho Man Randy Savage sneakers, and he has them up for twenty five thousand. That was great. I, I sent him an offer for six dollars and sixty six cents. He denied it. <laughs> I sent him a best offer for twenty five bucks. How he would have, and it goes through, which is great. He doesn't have a limit on the offer. Like, come on. Good luck with those sneakers. I love somebody that thinks they found the holy grail. Yeah. He's like, he made it like the biggest deal. We've got these things. We that's got gonna, it. Yeah. Gonna rock your world. And he's still stuck, hold, you know, holding them in his hands here. Good yeah. luck with them. I agree. Um, the next thing, I'm going to skip a couple. Aaron Ortiz posted a picture of Brian giving the finger to Matt. And then in the next picture, they're kissing. Did you see the clip where they kissed? <laughs> I did see the clip. I'm not sure I understand it, um, but I did see the clip, yes. Yeah, so I guess in, like, every uh, somebody was writing, like, everybody loves a kiss spot, you know, like like a fake kiss spot, right? And I'm, I'm thinking in my head, like, I, I get it. It's funny to see that, right? Like, it's funny. I think it's hilarious. Well, creating attention, that's for sure. For right? sure, and I guess... Like the the Australian crowd loves that stuff, right? So I think it's something more towards the Australian crowd than it would be in the US, right? Because uh, like brotherly love and stuff. But that made me laugh so hard when I saw this. I texted you. I'm like, what the heck is going on? You know? Yeah, I didn't understand it. But um, after you explained a little bit that they were in a match, whatever, then uh, I got it. For sure. Uh, and one last thing. Uh, so... There's this show called The Last of Us on HBO, and I just finished it last night. It's no an, spoilers. No spoilers at all. It's an absolutely incredible, incredible show. And if you have time, take a look. The like Mark did a great 
he has a show, The Silver Linings, that you get, like, if you're a Patreon. And he explained it the perfect way that I've ever, you know, heard it explained. The acting, perfect. The the scenery, perfect. Uh, but he was saying that he didn't enjoy it so much because he put himself in the step in the fatherly shoes of the guy that is protecting the main character right so he said he he said everything was great it was a 10 out of 10 but i myself didn't enjoy it because as i'm getting older we start to look at those gloomy gloom and doom movies more seriously and we put ourselves in those situations right i he, i can't speak to it because i haven't seen it yet but yeah, I mean, as you get older, as you have kids, I think you look at things with a different perspective. I've noticed myself doing that a lot, too. Even For hearing sure. a lyric in a song, whatever it may be, starts to change your perspective a little bit. A hundred percent. Absolutely. So I just wanted to say that. Uh, this week in collecting, I sold my Andre, my One Sling Andre. You got. You finally sold it? I sold it about two weeks ago, and, I, and I'm going to say this story quick. I got $1,250 for it. So I, I end up losing like 250, 300 bucks on it, which is okay. But eBay, I don't sell on eBay a lot. So I sold on eBay this thing. Uh, the kid happened to be a major mark, but he's not in the group. Uh, so I, I messaged him and I said, hey, brother, I'm, I, I'm sure that you know me from the major pod since you're a fan. Can we take it off of eBay? How did he know that you that? How did you know he was a fan of the pod? Because I had brought in up, uh, like that you were I, yeah, we were talking back and forth, and we had, you know, uh, he was asking me about like other toys and things like that, and I said, yeah, you know, uh, I, I also posted this listing okay. in the major pod group, and he said, oh, I've been a major mark forever, and I said, oh, are you in the group? And he said, no. So I just find it funny, like. It's weird how many people are not in the group that are actually major marks. You, so, would, you, would, you would think the majority of people that listen to the podcast are not, in fact, in the group. Yes, it's true. Because there's only, what, like 4,000 people in the there's group? There's only 2,000 people in the group. Right, and they have way more listeners than that. Way more, yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, so he, he refused to take it off, and I don't blame him. It's a big purchase. So he wanted to either keep it on eBay or Macari. So I was like, okay, let's just keep it on eBay. I shipped it out the next day. He got it within two days of selling it. He had it in his hands. I confirmed he got it. He he gives me a good review. I'm looking for the money. The money's on hold. I'm like, what the hell? What's It says, you're going to get the funds by March 30th. I'm like, March 30th? Why March 30th? So I call them. They're like, sorry, you know, anything over $999, we have to hold it for 30 days because if the buyer changes his mind, uh, you know, we have to have the funds there to replace it. And, and I said, yeah, but it says in the listing, like, no returns. And she said, yeah, that's only there for looks. eBay can overrule that at any time. So you, as the buyer, have my product, and I don't have my money for 30 days. It's absolutely ridiculous, and it's a shit rule. And I told the lady, I know it's not your fault, but you, you got to go talk to your boss or something because that's a ridiculous <laughs> rule. It Maybe is ridiculous. seven days or 15 days, but 30 days? Like, not true. that's ridiculous to hold somebody's money. It's just ridiculous. It Especially is, it when they give you good review. 
it's ridiculous that you have to deal with the fees. Then you have to deal with that nonsense. I think the buyers are held hostage to a certain, uh, the sellers are sellers. held hostage to a certain extent. So that's why I'm afraid to sell stuff on eBay. That's another reason why selling is such a hassle. You yep. want to do it in the groups, but then you have to really lower the price. You're reaching a limited audience. If you take it to eBay, the audience is bigger, bought the fees, then the pain in the neck, the hassle of returns and all that crap. Like, it's it sucks. I'm glad you yeah. at least made money back. But me too. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I would have end up making any money if I would have sold it in the group because nobody would have bought it. You what did you pay it? for it? I paid like sixteen hundred, I believe, for it. Now, why did you? What happened initially? Where the thing you you stopped the bidding or something? I oh, that oh, yeah. So I had the bid. I had it for bidding. It was up to like eleven fifty. And all of a sudden, I look, and the bid is gone. Like, the whole post is gone. And I called eBay, and they were like, you ended it. And I said, no, I didn't. I wasn't even on the app. And uh, so I don't know what happened, but they couldn't put it back. So she told me the guy that messaged you is the highest buyer, is the highest bidder. So I end up messaging the guy, and that's how we started talking. Yeah, so did I, he say the price that he bid at? No, I a uh, higher. It was higher. I told him for twelve fifty, I'll sell it to you. That's it. And he said, okay, no problem. You probably so you probably could have gotten a little more. No, I probably could have gotten more if it was bidding. Yes. So, but it is what it is. I I know it's in a good home. He said he's gonna love it, and that's all I right. care about. You know. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's just such a pain in the neck. But uh, R.I.P. to Joe Shoe's dad. Um. Uh, shoes his dad passed away uh unfortunately and uh i was listening to his podcast it was the podcast right after it happened and uh man it was one of those times that like i was tearing and crying because he was talking about how much he loved his dad and how much his dad would want him to keep going and and uh how it wasn't really sudden but it wasn't expected either. Right. So, and the thing is you can never, ever like, no matter how, how a death happens, you can never prepare yourself for it. And uh, I just wanted to wish my condolences to Joe and. Uh, Same. Yeah. I didn't know about it, Sony, until you sent me the show notes. Um, so I, I did not know. Otherwise I would have messaged him. Maybe I should do so after, but yeah. that's, it's one of the worst things that people could go through. Hundred percent gone through it. So, yeah. All right, uh, and 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 uh, condolences to you, Joe. And we're happy you got you know a, a Bose card of you did sell out, which is amazing. Um, and that's it. And then uh, ask us anything, guys. So this is. Let me just pull up the Facebook group. I, I like. I'm like, where the hell is all these qu like questions? I'm like, I'm looking. I'm looking at the post. I'm like, where the hell did I post it? <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, okay. First one, uh, Jeffrey Chuniak, no question. Just wanted to commend Sal on his mature interaction with zombie the other day. Thank you, Jeff. Well, I appreciate that. At first I wasn't sure if he was being sarcastic or not. No, I, Jeff I is being I, real. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate that. I mean, there's no need to be, I'm not, I don't, truth be told, I don't really give a crap. Like Shawnee and I talked about it. This is what we do. For fun. For I do fun. it because I yeah. can't do this on my radio show or TV show. This is an outlet for me, for Shawnee and I, to be able to talk about a passion of ours. So I don't need to get dragged into this stuff. However, if I do see something that I find 
corny or whatever. A lot of times I'll pass by some stuff, but that I felt, you know what? I want to comment on this. So I sh- probably shouldn't have because I don't even want to deal with the nonsense back and forth, but I felt like I handled it properly. So thank you for noticing. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was great. I think, and even on zombies part, the only part that yeah. zombie responded, which I didn't like was about him coming on the pod. Like that was an effect on us, but besides that he handled himself good. Right. Uh, thoughts, Johnny JB. Thoughts on the World Baseball Classic? Who do you think is going to win it all? No idea. My thoughts on the World Baseball Classic is I don't care about. It. <laughs> um, I, I care about the Yankees. I care about the Mets. I care about Major League Baseball, not the WBC. Have you been into it at all, Shawnee? I've been into it. Yes. So I, really? I yeah, I uh, tr- USA went off on Canada last night. <laughs> oh, they went. Yeah. They went up. They were destroying them. Uh. Uh. Trout had a great game. I honestly, Puerto Rico had a no hitter, which is really cool. A collective no hitter. I saw that. Yeah. Um, you count those collective no hitters, uh, Sal? Yeah, I mean it counts the combined no hitter or whatever. That was a yeah. combined perfect game, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Was- yes. Yeah. Sorry, it was. Yeah. And it was only eight innings because it was a mercy rule. I, I don't. I don't yeah. like the rules. That's the only thing I don't like is the mercy and stuff. But yes, I I think the USA is gonna win it. Uh, if I had to guess, uh, Puerto Rico would be up there as well. Um, and don't sleep on the uh, don't sleep on Mexico as well. They have good teams. Wow, look at you. Yeah, the yeah, the expert. <laughs> I like I like the World Baseball Classic. I I agree. I I mean I just like seeing like. Pete Alonso play with Trout and like right. that to me is like awesome. Like seeing all the best players play together. Right. Like, no, um, I get it. No, I get it because you're a mark. <laughs> uh, Joe Hersky, how weird is it to record the pod before the major pod is recorded? Very weird. Very weird. The I bo- don't. Now the, wait, why is he? Oh, because we're recording it today. No, the boys are coming home from Australia. They haven't recorded yet. So this this is like one of the only like couple weeks that it's going to be released on Wednesday. So it hasn't yeah. even been released yet. So for me, and you know this, Shawnee, but I haven't said this. I listened to the pod religiously, day one, every pod, every day, every time it came out early. For whatever reason, over the last month, maybe a little bit longer, I've just been so busy and I kind of, I just stopped listening. doesn't mean I won't go back and catch up, but I just stopped. And also doing this, like, it gives me a proper outlet that maybe I need without listening to what they're talking about. So it's not kind of the same. I know we use posts from the group and all that, but I honestly haven't listened. So to me, it makes no difference when we do this. But Sal, you can, the good thing I like about the pod is if you miss a couple, you could just like right. You, you could just listen to this week, and you're not right, missing I know, anything. I know. Um, but I'm like, um, now I've got. There have been times where I've been like two or three behind, but I always caught up. Yes, I don't, and I also don't. Two things. Number one, I've been trying to be aware of my mood, and I think that listening to more music, which is something that I have not done in years, maybe because of the pod, maybe just because of whatever. So I've been listening to a lot more music. And that's something that I missed, listening to music on my commute in and back. The other thing is, while I absolutely love the pod, so much so that, like I told you, one of the reasons why we wanted to do the show was to maybe be a part of it one day. But as much as I love it, I do think it feeds an unhealthy addiction that I have. And yes. I'm trying to add under control 
as well and just focus my time and energy elsewhere as opposed to 90% on my collection, which is something I've done for like five years, however long the pod's been in existence. Yeah, I feel like even with us, with the taking this hour every week, Sal, it has helped me not collect more. I, it's weird because like, and I know it should be the opposite way around, but for me, it worked the opposite way because this is a way that I could get out my thoughts and and, right. and like and instead of buying stuff i could talk about it with you and like with other major marks and right. that is like to me like a huge thing and I, honestly i've been really good i haven't bought anything uh big or like i i just been like getting rid of like stuff and that's and i'm not saying i won't collect i'm just saying like i'm not gonna be a wild animal spending money that i shouldn't Right, you know? just recklessly on everything because everything, it's out, yeah, going, like going all that stuff. Yeah. I don't need three bendies. Like, why am I ordering three bendies at a time? You know, and in I, my head, I'm like, I'll sell it, but I never do. <laughs> right? No, it's it's it's, and then, dude, you look at it like, especially the newer releases, and I'm still guilty. Like, I still buy stuff. And a matter of fact, I bought some old stuff. I needed to complete my WCW Galoob Series One mock collection. That's been like years since I completed it. I needed two of them. I finally got those because I've been selling some stuff. So I figured, all right, I'll sell some stuff and pick that up. But the Mattel new releases, like, what the hell do you do with those? If I go to sell those, there's no way I'm going to get the 20 bucks back. No way. Yeah. So what do you do with them? Like, am I just going to throw them out? Do I put them in a lot? Like, if I don't want it, if I get to a point where, like, I just want it the fuck out of my house. Donate it to the toy drive. Oh, that's not a bad. No, no, you can't have if it's if it's open. If they're oh, loose. if it's open. Oh, you mean if it's open? What do you I do don't with know. That's a great like, question. I don't Just... know what the prices are. I and mean, then think about it. Shipping is at least eight bucks, right? Per figure. If you put it in a tube, like not a tube. If you put it in a mailer, like I use a bubble mailer, bubble mailer yeah. it's like five dollars. All right, so let's say five dollars on the best. The best you're going to do is five bucks per figure. And then I charge what fifteen total. I'm making ten bucks on it, which is not bad. But I mean, is he, are you even going to be able to get fifteen for some of these? So I, I don't, I don't know. It's like it's I just, completely it's get it. I get it for sure because you're you could buy them usually in Target for the same price, right? Like mint on card, right? Well, so all the friggin' um, attachments the hands and different like i don't they're all binned up together i don't know what goes with what yep dude that that is a thinking about it it's a nightmare it is thinking it about is. trying to dump some of that collection anyway do you think uh chris giovanni good brother uh and day one listener do you think that we would be where we are today with wrestling collection with wrestling collecting and with all the small toy companies without the major pod no i don't I agree. I completely agree. Are we biased in that? Are we being too now? I don't think no, I don't think we're being biased. I think it's the truth. I think that Matt and Brian called for retros. And what's that saying, Sal? Be careful what you wish for. Um, two thing two things I think. Now I'm aware of it because of the pot. I know I'm not alone. But you could also feel the groundswell. As the pod became more popular, prices start to go up, other yep. figures come out, all that stuff. Me personally, I would never be aware of this stuff. So now I'm definitely aware of it, even like the Mattel's exclusives and all that stuff. But the other thing that happened was the pandemic. And yes. I think when you combine the pandemic on what the boys built for the three or four years, whatever before it, 
then you had that explosion of people just going nuts. I know it's come back down a little bit, but. Yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, just look, they made their own toy company that's successful. So, like, that to me just shows, like, yes, they had a huge hand in all that stuff, which is a great thing for the toy business, right? You know, like, uh, but, yes, sometimes it does feel like, hey, is this too much? Um, And it gets overwhelming for sure. Uh, Patrick Fitzgerald, how is the WWE going to keep the bloodline strong if the Usos are going to lose to Sammy and Kevin? Plus Roman losing to Cody at WrestleMania. So that's gibberish to Sal. He has no yeah. idea. <laughs> he has no idea what you just said. But I agree. Uh I wish that Sammy my my thing would be I wish that Sammy would beat Roman for the title, but they'll never do that. They're gonna have Cody beat Roman. It has to happen. And I don't know what they're gonna do with the bloodline, but I have a feeling if they play their cards right they could write a very, very badass storyline with the breakup of the bloodline, for sure. And you have um, Roman, you have Cody, you have Sammy, you have Paul Heyman, you have a bunch of really big stars in that like storyline. So I'm sure they could do great with it. Uh, Jeff Montalvo, only two more questions, Sal, then we're done. Shawnee, since last week, Sal flexed his muscles as the wrestling genius. Did that make you want to hit the books and catch up with your boy? <laughs> yeah, get educated. Yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been reading up. Yeah. Uh John Pena, what is your favorite video game or video game character? And are you excited for the Mario Bros. movie? I am actually excited for the Mario Brothers movie. And I wish when I first saw it, I was like, oh, man, I wish they made this 20, 30 years ago. I would have really loved it. But I still am excited for it. They did make a Super Mario Brothers movie 20, 30 years ago. They did? With John? Yes. I remember the TV show with Captain Lou Albano. Do you remember that? <laughs> and I used to love it. The cartoon, the Mario Brothers. You never saw the, the real life movie of Mario Brothers? I don't think that I did. No, with the Goombas in the in in the uh it, uh in the elevator and there's music on and they start making the Goombas dance. No, no. Do you remember the show, the TV show? It's before your time, but I don't know. No, I don't. It. I don't remember the TV show. It used to be like a probably Saturday morning cartoon show with Mario Brothers with Captain Lou Albano, the former wrestling manager. John. John Leguizamo, I'm sorry to cut you off, Sal. Yeah. I just don't want to forget it. John Leguizamo played Luigi. I've never heard of that. No, I got to look that up. You oh, you got to watch it. So, so Captain Luabano played who? Mario. Get out of here. Yeah. What year was this? Had to be late 80s. I had no idea of that. Yeah. I have to look that up. All right, last one. It was the Super Mario Brothers, I think, Super Show, if I'm not mistaken, something I'm, like that. I gotta look it up, but I'll send you. I'll send you the link for the movie. But it was. It's. A, it's so. And I love it. Some people hate it, but I think it's amazing. Uh, Brandon Patterson, the last one. Shorty, how does it feel to be a major pod sex symbol? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> Baby, you heard what you heard what they said? They said I'm a major pod sex symbol. What do you think about that? Who else would be? <laughs> <laughs> She's right. She Everybody said who else, else would be? 
we've already seen basically all you have to offer. I mean, it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> That's it, man. Um, anything else, Sal? No, I think we're good for now. All right, man. All right. Everybody, we love you. Thanks for listening. We're out.